Good morning. Welcome to Simply Remarkable. What a great Friday this is. It's the random day of kindness. So we want to remind you to be kind today. Now, I'm Sue Falcone, ho your host and CEO and founder of Remarkable Ice Speakers Bureau. We created this show to show you our talent that we book and represent at Remarkable. So you'd get to know them personally like we do. And you'd get to see a little bit of what they do. And you never know, you might find the perfect speaker for an event you're planning or an event you know someone is planning. We're here for everything. And also you're going to hear some remarkable things about Dean and how you can be remarkable too. Now, we just thank you for coming today and joining us. Our chat line is open and we welcome any questions or comments from you. And we're just ready to have a great time today. I hope you are. Now, our remarkable guest today is hailed as an outstanding thought leader on building priceless business relationships. Isn't that what we're all about? And he was named that by the Sales and Marketing Executives International. Now, his, he is Dean Lindsay, known as the Progress Speaker, because he's an international award-winning business speaker, MC, and best-selling author. And he sees an important connection between sales, motivation, solid customer care, and leadership. And he knows all are achieved by effectively positioning ideas, recommendations, solutions, products, and most of all, our services, even ourselves, as progress. Now, you're going to hear a lot about that today. And if you're looking for a speaker that can wow and engage your audience, bring them content they can use right away and create an experience of a lifetime, the perfect choice is Dean Lindsay. Welcome, Dean. We thank you for coming today. Wow, 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 wow. What a great introduction. Thank you, Sue. I have uh, been a fan of the show, and so I'm honored to be uh, a, a, the guest this great. week. We're glad to have you. And you're coming to us from where? Dallas, Texas. Yay. Good Dallas. Good Dallas. And what's the weather like there today? I, I, I think we're going to be sunny, but I'm, I think it's just a little bit, uh, a little bit cold, a little like, uh, like early 40s, something like that here this morning. Yeah, it's chilly here in North Carolina. It's raining. At least we're not going to get snow or sleet, so we're happy. <laughs> now, to start with Dean today, and this time goes by so quick. I mean, it really does. So we're just going to have fun and, and share a lot today. But tell us a little bit about yourself and how you got into speaking professionally. I really started more in the training uh, industry and uh, worked a whole lot with um, performance and performance coaching. Uh, now we're talking about in the 90s, uh, but I've always big into psychology and uh, also, you know, research on, you know, various uh, in topics and kind of weave that in. And now I've been a professional speaker for 
uh, almost 20 years and written, you know, a few uh, books and I get to um, speak to organizations, help organizations. I try to say um, smart things in a fun thing. I'm sorry, smart things in a fun way and fun things in a smart way and um, uh, you know, try to make sure I'm customizing each presentation, which I really enjoy a lot because um, at the very least, I get to interview and have a lot of discussions about the organization. Sometimes you get to go and take tours and, um, you know, you learn how to actually do some of the things that the people you're speaking with are, are doing. And uh, Mr. Rogers was always one of my favorite uh, TV shows growing up. And anytime he went and took a tour, that was my favorite part. So I see that as an extra little, little perk that I get to really um, – in my research, dive deep into an organization and real. I mean, I've made pizzas, you know, with uh, franchises. Learned how to make pizzas. I've I've uh, learned how to make smoothies. I've you know, I've taken tours of casket factories and um, you know, shipyards. And so it's been a trippy, fun um, way to be of service. That's great, and you do serve. I I see that a lot. Your clients love it. Our audience, your audiences love it, and we do too. Thank you. Now you're known as the progress guy, as a speaker. Can you share with us today the important distinction between progress and change and how to lead progress in a world of change that we're in, as you have outlined in your award-winning book, Big Fat Goals? Well, it's very kind of you. Um, progress and the concept of progress and change does enter into um, big fat goals. It also was in, in, uh, enters heavily into my book, Progress Leadership. It also leads uh, is a heavy, you know, basic statement in my new book that's uh, that's coming out on sales. But the the real distinction here uh, is in the psychology of how we make decisions. And people talk about change, and they they use the term change. And they use it as both in a positive and a negative way. And they don't we, we don't really take the the, um, the time to look back and really consider the fact that all progress is change, but not all change is progress. It's very natural for us to resist. And we hear people say they resist it all the time, that they don't like change. I don't like change. Well, people say they resist change, but they'll embrace what they view as progress. So it's it's vital for us to understand that often when we are saying we're, we're we don't like change or we're resistant to change, we're really being resistant to the possibility of progress. Now, that concept of progress and change works um, both in a sales capacity and a leadership capacity, but it also is very vital internally in how we position opportunities, uh, because we're going to move towards we're going to take action towards um results that we believe are progress and we're not going to take actions towards what we view as not going to be progress. So it's not what is or what isn't, it's what we believe is and what we believe isn't. But the belief uh, becomes such a strong thing about how we position things in our mind as either progress or change. Now I'm going to keep going, Sue. Go. Okay. So I'm using a whole lot of words and I'm saying that a whole lot of different ways to really describe this one word that for the longest time, when I first started speaking long, you know, many, many years ago, when I first started speaking, I really tried to resist. When you start out as a motor, as a speaker, when you start out as a, as a speaker, there's this one word people want to plop in front of the word speaker. And that word is motivational. And when anybody says, you know, 
in passing, or if you talk to somebody and you say, you know, you tell them you're a speaker and they say, oh, you're a motivational speaker. They kind of say it with that kind of not like, oh, you're a motivational speaker. They don't say it in a real, they say it often. It's said in a little bit of a, hey, you know, uh, living in a van down by the river type of a vibe to it, that it's, that it's, it's not really legit. And so um, at the same time, when people are looking for a speaker, they're looking for a motivational speaker and they will Google motivational speaker. So I had to do whatever I had to do to get comfortable in being positioned a motivational speaker. So I started studying everything I could around the concept of motivation. I mean, I was listening, you know, this is 20 years ago, 25 years ago. So I'm listening to tons and tons and tons of tapes, you know, you know, from Tony Robbins to Zig Ziglar to Dennis Waitley to Leo Biscaglia to, Tom Hopkins and, you know, and the words of Jesus and Buddha. And um, and I got down to this, that you can take the word motivation, right? Which really everything comes down to motivation, either your internal motivation or you motivated the person. Now you motivate the person to buy something from you. You motivated the person to follow your lead. You motivated the person to become a loyal customer. These are all different things, ways that we inspire other people to action. You can take the word motivation and you can break it up into two, into two parts. Motivation is really a motive for action, motive for action. What's another word for motive, desired outcome? What's another word for action? That's all the actions that we want others to take. And so you can put motivation on a seesaw and there's motive and this here's action. Shakespeare says strong reasons make strong action. So if we want other people to take strong actions, we need to give them, we need to give them strong reasons. So, that's and the strong reasons comes back down to if they have enough strong reasons, they're going to view it as progress. If they don't have enough strong internal reasons, they're going to view it as change. And there's the difference between progress and change. Wow, that is great. That is so easy to understand. Remember, I said he gives us content that we could easily use. And so that that is part of that. Oh, I love it. I do have this book there it is here's the other one you were talking about there's there you go so see we've got these books available to us so we're we're saying in big fat goals now i love that book because when it came out it's smaller you could carry it easily and also i said big fat goals okay tell us what fat stands for it's totally i mean that's the perfect next question because that's exactly the same the 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 concept still stays the same it's another way of me saying you got to weigh down the goal you got to have strong reasons you got to make it fat now i'm not just using the word fat you know like the people think big i'm also using it the the slang the slang term for fat i mean it stands for slang stands for pretty hot and tempting and that's what we have to make our goals to our lives or we're not going to consistently pursue them. It's also what we as sales professionals or leadership need to make our initiatives in the other person's mind pretty hot and tempting. So that's, you know, I appreciate you saying that about the book. And, you know, what's interesting about, um, you know, when I was in the 80s and 90s, goal setting was a huge topic. You know, the big Zig Ziglar was just out there in Matt force, just talking about goals, goals, goals. And it's interesting. We still kind of talk about goals, but we don't call them goals anymore. We talk more about habits and we talk more about performance. 
But the concept of, and, and I kind of understand because goal setting, we kind of went into smart goals and we kind of left it there. And I'm 100% for smart goal. But what's, what's even more important than setting a smart goal is setting a, I mean, just to use my term, a fat goal, because conviction leads to commitment and commitment leads to action. So we need to, it's not about reminding yourself about the goal. It's reminding yourself why the goal. Why? How is it going to help you feel um, what I call the unique unique um, six um, P's of progress? Uh, pleasure, peace of mind, profit, prestige, pain, avoidance, and power, which, again, I introduced it in the book. Exactly. Exactly. Well, you just answered my one question was, why do we need goals? What? Why? You know, because you're right. We did get away from calling it goal setting and looking at a lot of goals per se and which one were good and which one were not so good and whether you can meet them or not and all like this. We kind of got away from that, but they're still important, right? They are. And I think that the whole, um, I mean, pendulum swings back around. I, I wouldn't be surprised if in a couple of years they were, um, you know, back to doing half day workshops and full day workshops on on goals. But see, the challenge, the problem is people talk about goal setting and that's the easiest part. Goal setting is easy. Goal commitment leading to goal achievement. That's the tough part. So I think one of the reasons that goal setting as a concept. Oh, another reason, Sue, that I think goal setting um, went away is because organizations, I still hear this. You know, they're talking about their team and said, we've already given the team their goals. <laughs> so we don't need to talk about them. We've already given them their goals. And I said, no, you haven't given them their goals. You've given them your goals for them. And that is only going to get you so far. Until they internalize the benefits or the pain they're going to avoid, you know, the, the six piece of progress, again, pleasure, peace of mind, profit, prestige, pain, avoidance, and power. I mean, you know, my way or the highway only gets you so far. And so, um, you know, that's where your commission package comes in. That's where, you know, the insurance package you have comes in. That's where the work environment and the team morale and the support and all those other things that help, uh, you know, and, uh, you know, understand about, you know, Working from home or flex pay or all the different little term, you know, different different things that are going on or appreciation or, you know, opportunity for advancement or whatever the things, you know, that we we put in place. That's also all put in place to help the person feel better about doing the stuff the organization needs them to do. Exactly. Exactly. And and here at Remarkable, if you remember last year, uh you know, we've always established a word of the year for Remarkable, and we let the whole team, everybody that's involved with Remarkable, we let them nominate a word, and we let them vote on a word. Because I said, I could, yeah, it's just like with goals. I could set the word, and I could tell all my uh, staff and all the people that we represent, that's our, that's our word of the year. Would they be excited and committed to it <laughs> you know where would it go so we just got our new magnets in i just want to give a little plug because our goal is unstoppable love it word of the year and everything evolves around that 
We okay. get the board and we got everybody's input and we just think, you know, it was an exciting event, you know, and we've got Lindy on and look, Lindy is the one uh, part of our team that suggested that goal. So uh, that word. So, hey, we all picked it up and love it. And we are unstoppable. Thank yeah. you, Lindy. Yeah. I mean, we are unstoppable. And this year has been a great year so far and we're ready to rock it, you know. And that's what you can do. So that was a perfect example that you showed me because I read your book. Okay. <laughs> you know, and I, I really work at having all this expertise right under my nose <laughs> to use it. You know, so that that's great. That's great. Now, tell us that I want to make sure everyone gets those six P's of progress. What are they again? Right. So... I I find this to be pretty helpful. Obviously, I share it across the across the globe, and uh, I wrote a bunch of chapters in Progress Leadership talking about each one of these six Ps. But it really is uh, just to set it up. Um, everything well, here's the way I see it. I'm not saying it's the only way to see it. I'm not. I'm, I think it's a helpful way to see it. So here's what I here's what I think about it. I, I'm I, I believe I feel, and I haven't found anything to contradict this. And I think it's again. I think it's helpful. Everything we do, we as humans, everything we do, consciously or subconsciously, we do because we believe the perceived consequences of those actions or that we're going to feel the unique right mixture of what I've labeled the six P's of progress. Pleasure, peace of mind, profit, prestige, pain avoidance, and power. I didn't say that that is the feelings we get when we take the action. I'm saying that's what we believe we're going to feel when we take the action. Then we take the action, get the actual benefits, consequences, feelings, and then, you know, adjust. Do it again if that worked. Do it, don't do it again if it didn't work. And that's that's where trust is developed with other people. I mean, think about I, I actually define trust as the promise of progress. Trust is the promise of progress. And then you have to also, you know, keep in mind that my definition of progress or when I say progress is the unique right mixture of pleasure, peace of mind, profit, prestige, pain, pain avoidance, and power. And that, see, progress is objective. Progress is subjective. We both, you know, that's why we did when we see things, you know, I just, I just didn't buy that idea. I didn't see it from there. You know, they, they didn't see it from my point of view. So, yeah, all those things go in because it's a, it's, a, it's a different way of looking at it and, and feeling about it. And so that's that's the six P's of progress that help kind of flesh out the progress and change stuff, because it's not just semantics. You can use whatever words you want. It's really about how the other person feels about the opportunity the opportunity to you know buy your your item to you know visit your hotel to join you for lunch to you know whatever anything anything yebbers all right well recently dean you were named by global gurus as one of the top 30 sales speakers in the world boom for 2023 B -b boom how about that yeah. 
I know. I said, wow. Yeah. But, that, that's yeah. really important because it's voted <laughs> on by your audiences as well as everyone else. So it's, it's really an important, an important achievement. I, but I, I hear yes. once you got that, that you have a new book coming out in the fall. Yes. So tell us all about it. This is the first, guys. Everyone, I love it when I can break news. All right. This is breaking news. Yes. Has it been announced? She has a new book coming out in the fall. And what's it called? And what's it all about? It's called The Selling Code Four Steps to Priceless Business Relationships. And no, I'm. I am thrilled that um, you know that, that, that global gurus gave me that uh, that distinction that that ranking, and it is perfect timing with the book coming out in the fall. Um, but what I'm trying to do in the selling code is not give you the the only tool in your toolkit, but another tool uh, or way to formulate um, the four what I consider to be the four steps to building priceless business relationships. And that is vital to any sales professional. Any every sales professional uh, can can benefit from uh, understanding these these four steps. The code and they, the the four steps follow the word code. Um, and and can I give you those four steps? Sure. So the four the four steps are create strong belief in self and services. Open face-to-face -face relationships, delivered solid first impressions, and e earn trust. And so the four the book will be is uh, divided up into you know segments, taking people through all the different things that go into um, building priceless business relationships that leads to you know you know sales galore. So that's what that's what the uh, the, the new book is. I'm you know jazzed about it and. Um, that's what's shaking. Yeah, perfect timing, perfect timing there because that's what we need. We need to have those. Uh, we're ready to get it. You know, this 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 is what we need. That's that's going to be a. Wonderful. I feel I feel good about it. You know, I, one of the thing about about the book that I will just share is that there's there's so much meat in there to offer. I'm sure that the book will leave some things out or maybe just touch on some things that I know I'll need to go back further and and um, flesh out in some training or in in my actual um, speeches but there's so much meat on the bone in all four of those different categories from create strong belief and self and services all the way to you know what I consider to be it takes a series of progress-based impressions to earn someone's trust um, a lot of times when people are out there networking or you know building relationships that lead to more sales, they're thinking about where do I meet people and not thinking more about how can I be, you know, uh, interesting to the people that I want to meet. You know, we want we all want to be around successful people, but guess who they want to be around? They want to be around successful people. So we can't go into a, to a, you know, a connection moment, an opportunity of meeting, connecting with somebody. We can't go into that moment looking for success. We have to take success with us into that moment. So the, the create strong belief in self and services is, is, is really, you know, the, the key component. That is so true. That is so true. And I think everybody there listening can see that, you know, that, that has been, Thing. Well, I happen to know a couple little facts about you. Okay. Well, whatever. It works sometimes. I know that you are 
a football fan. Yeah. Football. I did. All right. Didn't you win something there? That is so kind of you. You know what? I think I landed a gig uh, like three weeks ago because I was able to talk Texas football. I am the proud member, a proud member, not the, because there's like 60 players. I am a proud member of the 1984 undefeated 4A Texas State Championship football team, the Fighting Denison Yellow Jackets, D-E-N-I-S-O-N. Yay! Yay! <laughs> that brings some excitement. Then, if that wasn't enough, if that wasn't enough, I understand you have a little bit of music talent. Okay. Had you ever thought about bringing that into speaking? Yes, and I probably will do more of that, Sue. I just need to find the right songs. I don't think my songs necessarily fit. But I have, um, I do, I usually do sing in my little intro. But so you said that to me before, and I just don't want to just like break out into song like some hokey, like, hey, you know, but if I can find a way to do it so it doesn't look like I'm, you know, like, uh, you know, now that I have you, let me, you know, run through my, you know, <laughs> uh, repertoire of old, you know, musicals. But what's that song you got to accentuate the positive, eliminate the negative, something like that. Maybe I could maybe, you know, whip that out or something, some kind of a positive, upbeat thing. But, uh, but thank you for mentioning that. Yeah. I haven't actually have an album on Spotify. <laughs> That's I do that. I do that. And since we represent at remarkable now, some music artists, maybe we can connect you up. Pep, pep. Wouldn't that you be fun? No, they might be able to, uh, you know, really bring that out. We'll, we'll work fun. on that. We'll work on that. Now, in closing, Dean, because it goes by so fast. I mean, it really does. And we certainly will have you back. But Thank anyway, you. in closing, I want to ask you, what are you going to do today to be remarkable? What will you do today to be remarkable? I am going to continue on my path of healthy eating. And I want to give a shout out to lentils. Lentils, the magic. I don't know why we don't talk more about lentils. They are magic food. They are a superfood. And so today I'm going to experiment. I got some new seasonings. And I'm going to make some new remarkable, I'm talking high protein, low, <laughs> all the good stuff, the fiber and all that. So does that count? Can that be what I do? Um, I mean, I'm sure I'll be working on the book and all that stuff, but I can't tell you how much better I feel after I think I'm in, I mean, you know, you take all the knowledge that you have about, about nutrition and stuff, you know what you should do and you shouldn't do, but uh, I really, I'm, 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 I think I'm gonna. I think I need to join a few more Pinterest groups on crock pots and air fryers because I'm, I'm really, I'm really getting to be a. a maybe it, maybe I'll do a podcast on crock pot and air fryers. Hey, that sounds like you you could incorporate that I, into. I a think song that, or you could incorporate that into a book. <laughs> I think I think I think that would be remarkable. Remarkable crock pot creations. You never know. You never know. We, uh, it's a first year, so you're everyone. Am I the first person to talk about crockpots? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you are. Look, we knew we can always create here. Now, Dean, this has been a pleasure having you today, and we have a surprise. Dean has offered for our audience, and okay. I'm so excited to announce it. 
Would you like to have a copy of Big Fat Goals and also one of Progress Leadership? Say no to change management. Well, we're going to have a contest. All you have to do if you're doing it live with us today, you just have to put it in the comments that you would love to be a winner or winner or we'll have it on the rebroadcast as well. And then we'll be announcing the winner and we'll probably do it with a, vir a virtual clip too. So, so we'll have some more, we can see more of him, but uh, I thank you so much for, for putting that out there. Uh, giveaway time. We love it. We love it when we do that because that really makes it for our audience and they get to see more of you. So that's really good. I love that. Then today, we also want to extend this challenge to our audience about what are you going to do today to be remarkable? Now, it is random day of kindness. Maybe that could be something included, but what are you going to do? We'd love to hear that. Post it in the comments here or the chat or any comments back to us. We'd love to hear back. We thought about writing a book about that. We might. Sue, since it's kindness day, I, I will. I'm gonna when I make the the the, the lentils in the crock pot, I'm gonna share them with whomever, whoever comes by. You can have some free, some free lentils here on kindness day. Oh wow! I wish I was close. Right. <laughs> Sorry, I'm I can't fly in today. Get your bowl of lentils. I know. We'll make that on an appointment. We have left in other places, so hey, we can do that too. <laughs> and we appreciate that. Now. Uh, we hope that you will join us back here next Friday because we never know exactly how things go sometimes. But next Friday, February 24th, when we will have the remarkable Eric Karen. Now, he's an international dynamic leadership keynote speaker. He's a political analyst. He's a former U.S. diplomat and a U.S. special agent. And he's a best-selling author of Switched On, The Heart and Mind of a Special Agent. And he's a media personality, so you won't want to miss him coming. So join us next Friday, right back here where you saw us today. And we also want you to make sure that you subscribe to our YouTube channel because all of our episodes are based there so that you can go back and see them at any time. And Dean shared a lot of information today. And you're going to be able, if you can't remember it all, you're going to be able to go right there on our YouTube channel and be able to get it. Then that's not all. Next Wednesday, for you podcast people, if you want to hear it again, it will be a podcast on every channel that's out there for you. So we have all kinds of ways so that you can know Dean as personal as we do. And we want to make sure that you have a remarkable weekend. And again, we will see you next Friday. And everybody said, hey, we're glad you were here, Dean. Thanks so much. We appreciate it. Thank you, Sue. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs>